0: Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins, and
1: I'm Christian Cabrera. And today is our first check-in in a while. Um, I know, our check-in, first check-in of for yes, <laughs> yeah, for Secret well, Diary.
0: Maybe we did one at the very beginning of the year.
1: <laughs> oh, we did, we did. It just feels like it was that know, was more of a last
0: year check-in. <laughs> yeah,
1: feels like it was eight months ago. Um, <laughs> but for Secret Diary, um, Crazy Clown Time, and Sanditon.
0: I know it's like three. the longest we've ever gone without a check-in.
1: Yeah, three it's our months. first check-in with three items and a very th- uh, three very eclectic items.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we might have had three before, but because like Sanditon and Secret Dyer were so long, it just it just took a long time. And I feel like the next mm-hmm. check-in isn't going to come for a while, but we'll get to that. So
1: <laughs> right,
0: right, yeah, but you know. But Better it's late good than to be back.
1: <laughs> yes. Very good. I
0: like doing the check ins.
1: Me too. It's like a weird, like, decompressing time for the podcast, it feels like. Like, I feel like yeah. we get a breather before we jump into the next thing.
0: <laughs> exactly. Or a group of things. Yeah. And that way we can kind of evaluate what we've seen.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but I was going to ask if, in, if some of our listeners were had an opinion on whether we should do more check-ins because we went so long and, you know, I thought maybe we could have stuck one in the middle, but it have kind of broken stuff up a little weirdly. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if we wanted to, we could do like an extra one, but I, I think know. it was
1: just, I think it was really just it depends
0: on whether people really like
1: it. Yeah, that's true. I, I just feel like it was based on like what we were doing and, how we broke it up. It would have felt so weird to just do a random check-in right in the middle of everything, especially like yeah. Samson and Secret Diary. And so, but we have, I don't know, it's just we had a lot of <laughs> it was a lot of interesting <laughs> stuff that we just could not step away from. Exactly. <laughs> I needed so, to finish.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's kind of go over what we did this time. We start with Crazy Clown Time which yes. was interesting to do a album.
1: <laughs> yes, a very crazy clown time indeed.
0: <laughs> I haven't re-listened to it. Have you I was, re-listened no, to it? No, I
1: was just about to say, I, I was scrolling through my like recently added, Maybe it was like last week, and I saw it towards the bottom, and I was like, should I listen to this again? And then I thought about it, and I was like, I don't think I'm in the mood for this. <laughs> I mean, not, the, not the best for when I'm working.
0: Yeah, it is definitely a certain mood. It's not a just any old time kind of a music.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I definitely will listen to at some point the first song because it's like the most like,
0: oh yeah,
1: most structured in the way of like conventional songs are. But mm-hmm. the rest of them are a little, a little avant garde to listen to just casually. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm really into making like mood playlists and it seems like Uh a good thing that would be good on that kind on a certain kind of a playlist because then it wouldn't just be like all crazy cloud time would just come up every once in a while and you're like, Whoa, (laughs) I forgot about this song (laughs)
1: That's true. I do enjoy making a playlist, even though I have yet to make our playlist. Even though I've promised for At this point, uh, it'd be time. so hard to figure out what
0: all we've actually recommended because there's so many episodes you'd have to re-listen to.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm just a bad person and I keep forgetting. But I did make you one for your birthday, and
0: oh, it was yes. fun. Yeah, I've but one to day, it
1: a few times. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll I'll surprise everyone and be like, after years and years, <laughs> it's finally here.
0: Uh, yeah, we need some well. No, I wouldn't even ask a listener to do it. But, like, if somebody, I know people who like get really, they're like really into that sort of thing, like Mm -hmm. listing everything. But it would have to be someone who just wanted to and was binging it and could just make a notation as they were binging it. But eh, that doesn't seem likely. So, (laughs) (laughs) no,
1: it's, I mean, it's not like hard work. It's just like tedious work. We could do more of a um,
0: show, movies we've covered soundtrack playlist yeah
1: yeah i mean i don't know and we could do like separate like movies and stuff and then recommendations
0: separate yeah yeah
1: um one day i'll get to it (laughs) (laughs) it'll just come to my mind and i'll have the sudden urge to do it and it'll be done (laughs) and we'll be so happy
0: yes (laughs) but nobody uh we're not in a rush it's I mainly want it for me because I want you to put down all of the stuff you recommend so that I can (laughs) check it out
1: yes yeah maybe that's actually you know maybe that's enough motivation for me to do it now that we've separated it too because then it'll be like curating a personal playlist
0: yeah I mean I rarely recommend music anyway so (laughs) I could probably I like tell I, you which ones I've recommended because there's so few.
1: <laughs> I say, I feel like I only recommend music, so I will have to go back.
0: <laughs> well, okay, well, okay. So that's crazy clown time. We also mm-hmm. covered Sanditon, which was an epic journey and really fun. It's the longest, yes. um, like mini series or whatever. I'm pretty sure the longest thing we've covered so far because we haven't even done any mini series before this, have we?
1: No, not for Janice, No,
0: no, and I don't think. Well, I guess you could kind of count Twin Peaks season one as a mini series. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's technically structured kind of like a mini series. It's got like the yeah less than ten episodes, and they're all pretty long. But
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, this one was a little. It was different, and I think breaking it up in the middle of it um, for Secret Diary definitely made it seem a little bit longer. But wasn't bad. because yeah. I loved it. I loved it so much.
0: Yeah, it kind of built up to a certain point that was a good breaking point and Mm -hmm. coming back to it was like oh yeah i forgot i love this (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: it was like a mid-season finale and then you come back in the spring
0: yeah (laughs) and we did secret diary of laura palmer which was intense but it was really fun too and it made me really think a lot about characters and Mm -hmm. you know there's some stuff that's coming in the series that I'm excited to relate back to The Secret Diary so Uh
1: yeah I'm interested to see how it's going to form maybe opinions or thoughts I have about the second season since we're technically doing it in the order that it was released so probably mirror what Peaks fans first started thinking and going through
0: yeah for sure yeah it's definitely fun to have do it this way. Because I had never read The Secret Diary before. So, you know, being like, watching just the first part and then having a big break and then reading The Diary. And now we're Mm -hmm. about to start the second season. And yeah, it's fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially when I get to see it through your eyes.
1: (laughs) Right, right. For the first time. Uh, (laughs) I'm interested to see how season two, because it's so much longer than season one, like, how is it going to Compare because season one didn't feel incomplete or too short to me, at least. It felt, you know, pretty lengthy and (laughs) fully complete in a way.
0: I guess I always kind of think of the second season. I there's a certain point in the second season that feels like a season finale, kind of. Uh And I, because I had the VHS box set, I only it was all together and so uh-huh. I always thought because I don't really remember I was a little kid when it first came out but I always thought the first season was like part of the second season as well Uh huh. so I it, thought I could see you that. know I always kind of split it up the season two into at least two possibly three <laughs> mini seasons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's like 22 episodes right or something crazy yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot for any show
0: yeah and the first episode is definitely an hour and a half i'm not sure if this last episode is longer or not or if there's any other longer ones but so that's almost right. like 23 for our <laughs> purposes <laughs>
1: well we'll definitely devote a lot of time to it and i'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about
0: yeah i'm so excited <laughs> me too me too <laughs> Okay, I had a fun thought mashup experiment for us to okay. think about. Okay, first of all, I've been thinking about just in general, if you were to mash up somehow Secret Diary and Sanditon, not necessarily mash up, but if I were to pick a character that was most like, let's say Laura, because Laura's uh-huh. basically the only character besides like maybe Bobby and leo run it
1: <laughs> right you
0: really know in the book but i think clara which was very yeah. interesting for me to watch Sanditon the first half and then do the secret diary and then watch the second half because i felt like i started to really warm up towards clara not like i don't know it wasn't like oh i love you in your badness now but it was more like i understand you and i know where you're coming yes. from and i don't feel like, ugh, I can't trust a word you say, (laughs) like I did when I first started in (laughs) (laughs) Sanditon.
1: Right, and especially considering the time period she grew up in. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm sure her
0: childhood was somewhat similar to Laura's.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, she definitely alluded to some, uh, but just her allusions to what happened in her life was, it did make me feel to have sympathy for her, kind of like how we kind of had for Laura. Yeah. Although, although Laura, I don't think it wasn't necessarily as conniving and mean and, and bad yeah. as Clara. Yes. But still.
0: <laughs> yeah. But they did have certain traits that were similar, like the putting on a front and, you know, yeah. pretending to be something that you're not. And who knows what kind of Bob Clara had.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. Robert.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but other than that i was thinking maybe if we were to cast bobby it could be edward
1: i was thinking about like if we had to like sort of like quote unquote like switch cast but just basically put sand in the cast in that book i think donna would definitely be charlotte
0: i was thinking the same thing yes (laughs) (laughs)
1: Very, very that
0: maddie might be um georgiana
1: yeah, I feel like that's the one great. who
0: might get you into a little bit of trouble, but not really.
1: <laughs> right. Who's more of like, just like, she's the fine. she bring the cigarettes to the party. <laughs> yes, very much that. Very much that. I would say, Edward, I feel like, would be more so like Leo. Because he's very conniving and very...
0: That's true. I do feel like, yeah.
1: Bobby has... I mean, <laughs> based on that book, you know, Bobby killed someone, so he's pretty bad. But <laughs> so I... is
0: Bobby. Sydney.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually not a bad comparison because
0: I guess I was just Sydney... thinking Esther and who she had a relationship with, so that's why I was thinking Edward.
1: Oh yeah, maybe Esther could be Ronette.
0: I mean, not Esther, Clara, <laughs> because I guess <laughs> Clara as Laura.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Which I guess kind of know. go together too, Clara Laura.
1: <laughs> Clara Laura. <laughs> it was meant to be. but Yeah, I I, I think it's, it'd be pretty hard to do direct.
0: For sure. Like
1: familial stuff. But I think those characters probably mostly align. But it would be really interesting to see a... I think Esther
0: would be around it, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, a Twin Peaksy standard. T- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Ooh. And now if we were going to cast... Tw- God, because there's only like five characters. But if we were to say, take <laughs> Laura, who would we put Laura as... In the town, I guess. Would we just do the same, like, in reverse? Would Bob yeah. be Sydney? And,
1: yeah, and I think there are some, like, others, too. Like, Young Stringer could be um, James.
0: Oh, yeah, Young Stringer. Oh, and... yeah, he could definitely be James. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, then there's also... Um...
0: That makes Laura then Charlotte. I mean, she could oh. play Charlotte. <laughs> there'd be yeah. a lot more under the surface going on, on <laughs>
1: See, I don't think she would be standing for Cindy yelling at her all the time if that was the case but...
0: no because she would have like made that a turn on for him or something Right?
1: she would have <laughs> manipulated his mind and rewired him for her. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like who's like who's Tom and who's like there's all these other people that like, who's kind of like yeah. a dummy? I guess if we put level. them in Twin
0: Peaks and not just The Secret Diary. Because all those characters, yeah. in theory, are still there. We just don't really talk we don't get about to, them at all. Yeah,
1: we don't get to hear from them. Ugh, I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um, I think maybe Lady Kath- or Lady Denim would be Catherine Martell.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I feel like that's like dead on and I I don't know who would be Pete
0: oh um, Arthur, Arthur? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes because you love Pete and we love Arthur
0: what about Cooper is there anyone in San oh, who would be Cooper I mean Charlotte
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say she's kind of like a, a Cooper what's it called Donna hybrid
0: yeah but who would Arthur play Oh, no, we already said Pete.
1: Pete, yeah. Tom?
0: Oh, Tom.
1: Uh, could uh, be the Tom sheriff? would be like
0: Ben Horn.
1: Oh, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Or Jerry Horn.
0: <laughs> God. I guess there's really not so many there?
1: characters in Sanderson. I don't know.
0: I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head.
1: I, there's well the, well, the thing with Sanderson is that there is like all these... Oh,
0: what about Audrey?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh Clara?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clara could play Audrey I, I feel like Audrey's
1: more of an Esther <sighs> because she's like got a good side to her and she's sort of yeah. trying to play a game and she's trying to kind of get out of something that's kind of like over her which you could argue is like her father
0: yeah yeah you can, I, yeah, yeah. I could see that yes
1: I I think so but there are like a lot of characters like there's like Mary like who would be Mary without that be Laura's mom <laughs>
0: Probably more Donna's mom.
1: Probably, and there's who would Jody be and Jody Josie. Sorry, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I couldn't tell which. One. I was like, is that an actor? I can't remember. Uh, oh gosh, a lot of I mean <sighs> Josie. I guess we'd have that would have to be a season two character, like. the rich well I guess kind of in a way Georgiana is kind of like the rich exotic for you know person who's not from the town (laughs) yeah who's like
1: different quote unquote uh,
0: yeah I think that there's probably a better character who could come to Sanditon who would be closer to Josie who we haven't yeah
1: (laughs) maybe Lady Susan
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah oh there's not a good gossip person in Twin Peaks I don't think Like Lady Susan, maybe like a (laughs) Shelly at the the double R. She might gossip. (laughs) Oh,
1: for sure. Uh, This is all to say that we need a season two so we can compare more characters. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Okay. And then here's my other question. Which Mm -hmm. characters, whether in The Secret Diary or probably most likely Sanditon, would be most likely to listen to Crazy Clown Time?
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like Laura would love Crazy Clown Time.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of the Twin Peaks characters would probably really like yeah. Crazy Clown Time.
1: Yeah, I think it would be like Laura's like album that she'd be like, I'm cool. Like, this is, makes me feel like I'm cool. And so Whenever different.
0: she's on drugs, she's just in her yes. room, writing her diary, <laughs> listening to Crazy Clown Time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and her mom is like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Um, I think she would love it. I think honestly, Esther would probably like it because she'd be like really. She'd get to her and... feelings
0: and yeah. <laughs> I think um who uh, I think Edward would like it maybe or Sydney. Sydney Edward, would secretly yeah. like it. He'd listen to yeah. it like in headphones while he's walking around. Yeah, kids. I could see Sydney being like
1: the like fake like oh i i like it's lame and then actually loving it and then i could see edward like thinking he knows what it means and what it's all about and
0: esther's like you're explaining it to you yeah
1: esther's just like you're an idiot you don't understand anything
0: totally totally what do you think lady denim would think if she heard it
1: oh she would think this is nonsense what are you making me listen to (laughs) this is what would get her to kick clara out basically (laughs)
0: If Clara started playing it on the piano, she'd be like, ugh, I said cheery. Yeah,
1: she's like, something else, please. (laughs) She would not be a fan of avant-garde, I don't think.
0: (laughs) I think Charlotte would listen to it and be like, that's nice, and just never (laughs) even bother to listen to it again. (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) Sydney's over there like, (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) And Charlotte would uh, definitely clock that he was faking not liking it. She'd be like, you like it. Stop being lame. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're listening to it right now. I know you are.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Was there any other mashups you could think of that we could do with it? Because I feel like that kind of covers it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess we could also contemplate like which one of these Santa characters would kind of be like a Laura and keep like this secret diary and Ooh. be getting into trouble in the town or, you know, doing things behind the scenes and kind of living this like quote unquote like clean life in the you know around everyone yeah.
0: else well let's see i think a lot of girls in the regency <laughs> kept diaries so probably yeah. a lot of them would have <laughs> a secret diary i think definitely clara would be the most likely although i don't really see her keeping a diary as much of like what she's right. doing i feel like she'd be more secretive about it
1: She would definitely pull the Laura of having, like, a diary for someone to, like, find and then a secret, secret diary (laughs) that she takes with her everywhere. Diana. (laughs) (laughs) This is very interesting. So she would pretend to be sick and hypochondriac all day. I just would like to see the scene of Arthur confronting her about it because he finds out that she's been going out behind his back and... (laughs) He's like, but you always drill me about doing fun stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see Diana like being afraid she's gonna die and then going out to try to find all these back alley cures and get like addicted to some weird um yeah.
1: God. And then she's (laughs) acting and then she's accidentally just just doing drugs. That's it. (laughs) Like she's not getting help. She's like, why do I feel uh, worse? Sorry,
0: that's opium you've been doing.
1: <laughs> she said, I thought you think it was a cure. <laughs> God. It would be her, or too, maybe and it would be like, by accident.
0: She's like a daredevil now because she's always afraid she's dying. So she goes out and tries to, like, jump cliff dive. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: doctor a doctor tells her that she has to live life to the fullest. And since the doctor, she's like, I, I have to. Yeah.
0: My original thought was to say, Arthur might. But I feel like he's just—he lives his life out loud, you know. Yeah, he's not the type (laughs) to be (laughs) (laughs) secret.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but I could—I could really see a lot of these characters, like even like Georgiana, in a way, just like sneaking out to have fun and explore, and maybe bringing Charlotte along
0: after her last scary one. That might put her off, (laughs) but it didn't put Laura off, so. (laughs)
1: yeah i don't know i don't know i could see it maybe when.
0: well i guess the guys they can just do it anyway it doesn't i mean i have no no doubt that sydney and edward are doing that (laughs) sneaking yeah not sneaking off just going off and doing whatever they want
1: yeah considering mr crow is always swimming in alcohol i'm sure they've been doing plenty of drugs and
0: and they knew sydney pretty well at that you know the brothel, brothel. <laughs> I was like, is brothel an okay term to use? I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so. I think it's like the the technical term. Yeah, I think the other <laughs> the names boarding are boarding
0: house. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, unless it has like its own like the the, the distillery or like you know the <laughs> I don't know whatever else the kitchen or something crazy.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Like <laughs> stupid.
0: Yeah. I always really like trying to, I mean, we've done a lot of Twin Peaks so far, so it's really fun to put mm-hmm. anything Regency into Twin Peaks land or vice versa. <laughs> well,
1: it's so, cause it's so like crazy to think about, cause a lot of Regency stuff, it's like, for the most part, you know, it's like kind of more upbeat and a little bit, I would say more joyous than Twin Peaks is for the most part, oh. which is always, which is typically very kind of like sad and you're trying to figure something out, so yeah, it's interesting to kind of flip the normal Austin script on its head and make it almost in a way like I know it's not going to be the correct like term to use, but like kind of like making it real, um,
0: right? Well, not making in so modern real. day,
1: <laughs> right? But like you know, like a you know a murder and someone or making it like more it
0: dramatic and, and darker. Yes,
1: yeah, that's kind of more what I was going for.
0: Yeah, which I think kind of Sanditon was trying to do in its own way, but it just didn't go yeah. nearly as far as like a Twin Peaks would go. <laughs> no,
1: but I, I would be interested in a uh, Regency Austin-esque murder mystery.
0: Oh, that would be good. I bet there are books like that.
1: Oh, um, sure. I'm sure. Just... Actually,
0: no, no, no. We'll do it someday. There's oh. a There was a PBS masterpiece. It was based on a book too, I think, but it was called Death Comes to Pemberley. And oh, it was like gosh. a sequel to Pride and Prejudice and mm-hmm. it starts with a murder and their the oh whole gosh. family is like all swept into it.
1: <laughs> that sounds so cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, maybe we should do that one for Halloween this year.
1: <laughs> that would be a fun one. Yeah. Almost like <laughs> those the murder mystery dinners.
0: Yeah. I remember or like, that being kind of like fun. knives out. Jenna Coleman played Lydia. I remember that.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be fun. So it's a, it's a show, um, right? Is that what you said? Or like a mini-series?
0: Yeah, I think it's like a, maybe three episodes or something. Okay. Or two, so even. Cool.
1: Yeah, because I feel like, you know, we don't get really... I mean, I don't think we get many murders at all in any of Austin's work, do we?
0: <laughs> well, none that are explicitly stated as murder, but we have speculated... Right.
1: <laughs> Several deaths could
0: have been murders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So it would be really yeah. interesting to have, like, that, like, just to have, like, the reimagining of what a investigation would be like.
0: And... Well, that's funny, awesome. because remember in Northanger Abbey, when Catherine was, like, convinced that General Tilney right. was a murderer, and Henry was like, do you think that in a civilized society, murders are just everywhere you look? <laughs> and right. it's like, well, they could have been, you never know.
1: Right. <laughs> didn't
0: have great policing back then, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: Right. And just like the idea of like everyone is in like the country and all these rich people are so far apart. Like, how long would it take for people to notice that people were gone? And yeah, I don't know, it's just really interesting. And yeah, that whole quote is like, well, duh. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> people were a lot more desperate back then, too, to do things that they would not normally have been pushed to do if they had the means.
0: Yeah. I do like um like a Wilkie Collins, which I think is definitely after Jane Austen. Like, maybe 50 years after her or something, but uh-huh. they're all kind of like ghost stories from Ooh. like estates, and there's usually Murderer.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if maybe were there a lot of those books at the time? Like, was it like okay to write about that stuff? These are things that I don't well, know.
0: Well, the but... gothic that uh, Catherine was all into, which was probably when Jane Austen was really young. I don't know if today, by today's standards, we'd be like, yeah, there's a lot of murder in them, but I think there <laughs> probably had to have been some rape and murder and Poisoning. ravaging. <laughs> <laughs> For
1: Poisoning. whatever, yeah, whatever was acceptable back in their day.
0: <laughs> the um, Brontes were writing about women who had gone mad and were trapped in attics, so... Oh, gosh. That's pretty gothic, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Pretty scary. They no <laughs> liked idea. a
0: good thrill. <laughs> <laughs> did
1: they, did the, is it Emily Bronte, did she do Wuthering Heights?
0: Uh, yes, I think so. Okay, there's three that's Brontes. the, <laughs> Charlotte did Jane Eyre. She might have, uh-huh. one of them did Wuthering Heights. There was definitely an Anne <laughs> Bronte. <laughs>
1: Well, every time the name Bronte is thrown out, I think one of our past guests when they did like, oh, it was the last episode. um,
0: Oh, yeah. Lauren. (laughs) And they
1: talked about the Bronte versus Austin. All I could think about was like, I'm pretty sure Wuthering Heights is Austin. I know it's Bronte, but I don't want to sound stupid by asking (laughs) because it was was only required. It was required reading in junior high, I think is when I did it. So I don't remember a lot of it.
0: Honestly, I feel like the only one of those kind of books that I was required to read was Pride and Prejudice. And I don't think I was necessarily mm-hmm. required to read it specifically. I just picked it out of like a bunch of different options. Oh. But most of those like classics, I think in my 20s, when I started listening to audiobooks, I was like, I'm going to uh-huh. listen to some of these classics. And I really liked a lot of them. So that's just and so it just made me listen to more. <laughs>
1: Right. I have a a big gap with a lot of these classics just because in high school, I was in that IB program and they was more of like a, what's the term I'm looking for? It's kind of like we were like a lot of our, like our final exams would be sent to a different country to be graded. And because there was, it was like an international Uh program. And so we, Mm. the curriculum more focused on international authors so I think I, I only read uh, maybe like two or three American books and even English books. The right. rest were like, I remember like reading an Iranian author and like a Sri Lankan author. And yeah uh, I think even like a Chinese author. And so I have a, like a big gap with a lot of these classic novels because I <laughs> didn't read Pride <laughs> and Prejudice or anything like that in high school.
0: Right. It's hard for me to remember now, like what books did I read in high school? What did I read in college? What did I just read up on my right. own? <laughs> It's all yeah. blurring together yeah. the older I
1: get. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm pretty sure I read that at some point.
0: <laughs> I know I read Brave New World in high school and that was my first big sci-fi. And I was like, ooh, I love it.
1: <laughs> that sound cool. I do want to get back into like definitely reading and definitely reading like series. Like this whole um, foundation show that's coming out on HBO Max kind of has me interested in reading like the novels
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I think I have those.
1: Just because it seems, I mean, even from the trailer, it seems very grand and very crazy. <laughs> and I really like that, like, kind of intimate, like, world building where it's just, like, totally, like, completely separate from anything we would even know.
0: Yeah. I've read some Isaac Asimov, but never any of his, like, series. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I think it's Foundation series. Well, you said it was Foundation, right? the name of the show. Yeah, I think that's what,
1: yeah, I think the show, I think that's what his series is called, maybe, but I Yeah, I think wrong. it's a trilogy. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I was worried it was one of those, like, sci-fis that they're like, well, buy these 23 books and <laughs> you'll finish it one day.
0: Uh, I just started listening to a podcast about Dune and I was like, well, this will be uh-huh. good because I'm never planning on reading the rest. I read the first one, <laughs> but I didn't like get into the world enough, but I am uh-huh. interested in it from just from doing it for the podcast, doing the yeah. the movie. So I I'm, thought, well, this is perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for the movie um, and I'm hoping that it does well where they can make sequels so that I don't necessarily have to commit to reading a whole series. which is just being me being lazy but i did notice because we have been diving into a lot more star wars and like of like the cartoons and all these like other series that kind of branch off from it and i feel like in a couple of them they've mentioned like spice as like a a thing oh yeah
0: yeah and i'm sure it's
1: not the obviously it's not like same exact thing but it was very funny to be like to think like that the series started at the exact same time that doom started the movies and this idea of we have to get the spice, or you know, a spice <laughs> is part of something important. Yeah, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's funny to finally get references that you never got before.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But I'm <laughs> super excited for this dude movie. I can't believe it have to wait till October, which is rude. I know.
0: It was supposed to be last year.
1: I know, but which I we think can they're at hoping, home,
0: which is nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think they pushed it out because they're hoping for a movie theater release, which by then we should have open access to the vaccine. So if I am vaccinated, then I will not mind going to the theater to see it. I may wear my mask while I'm not eating, but (laughs) I will be very excited to finally be back in the theater. It'd be really interesting.
0: Uh, It's been a while. (laughs) I'm not the hugest fan of going to movie theaters in general, but Uh (laughs) even though that was my first job, movie theater, but I don't like the big (laughs) movie theaters that they have nowadays they're just it's a pain to get to them
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I like the like really big ones for like very large scale like movies like a dune or like a star wars something that's gonna have like a lot of like movement and humongous like screens and everything but for like very like for indie movies and like kind of small ones I like there's like a local theater that I like to go to that has like really intimate theaters I think it has maybe less than 20 seats in it
0: Yes, um, and so it's a very small
1: <laughs> and it feels like you're in, you're at home in like a home theater almost it's i like it a lot
0: yeah 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 i wish we could go back to the old days of having tiny theaters in every neighborhood
1: <laughs> i know i was just saying that the other day and i think i don't know i i could see them making a comeback
0: i hope so Well, let's see. I have, I was going to tell a crazy story because I was going to tell Chelsea. She had a crazy owl story and I thought we're getting back into Twin Peaks, owls. But then she was saying how she wanted to tell the story. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to have her as a guest one time and have her tell her crazy owl story. Yeah. But I, I do have a crazy, a little bit of a, it's not too much of an owl story. It starts with an owl. But it is a little bit of a crazy story if you want to hear it. I think it's my last one that I have.
1: (laughs) uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, tell it. I don't think I have any, so I am down to hear it.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I was in a show maybe like six or seven years ago, Uh Floyd Collins, which was at the beach. Did you see that one? Yeah. I did. (laughs) it was the like I hadn't done a show in a while but and it was a crazy show because there was a hurricane in the middle of it and my power went out for a week and I got sick and I was just like I'm so miserable nobody talked to me but anyway (laughs) 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 that's besides the point so I was think I was it must have been the performances because I was coming back and I had to come along it's a long drive from the beach to where I was living and there's this road that I had to go down the last stretch of road before you basically turn on the road that led to my house.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it's it's now called Greenbrier. But when I was a kid, it was just a dirt road. There was not mm-hmm. paved. And it was called Ghostlight Road. Oh my <laughs> gosh. we used to always go down there when we were teenagers. We'd get in our car. We'd drive to Ghostlight Road. The way the road turned like way down when it was paved made it uh-huh. look like Because it was so far away, it made the two headlights look like one light that was just coming slowly towards you, and then it would disappear Uh. when they turned. So we used to go there and freak ourselves out. (laughs) Anyway, since then, it had been paved, and it was like a big thoroughfare. But, okay, so I'm driving down this road at night, and I get to the spot where we usually first saw a ghost light, you know, near the front of the road, because it was not paved, so it took forever to get down that road. (laughs) We usually turn around pretty early on. Anyway, suddenly, out of the sky, an owl swoops down right into the like windshield of my car. What? Kind of it didn't like you know, it wasn't like a head-on collision. It kind of Uh swooped down from the side and glanced off the side. And I didn't like see an owl body the next day, so I assume that it was just (laughs) dazed and flew off. (laughs) <laughs> anyway so that was a really crazy experience because owls will do that because they'll see your headlights illuminating something in the road and swoop mm-hmm. down to get it so i've i've had several friends who have had owls literally just swoop out of the sky into their car oh, and God. it's terrifying and really sad because you're like i don't want to kill an owl <laughs> no so that was a crazy that was the start of the story <laughs> So the next night at the same time, coming back the same way from the show Mm -hmm. in the same spot, there's a car in front of me and suddenly it swerves and I end up swerving because there's a gigantic snake crossing the road and this is like 10 o'clock at night. It's dark, (laughs) you know, there's not a lot of cars around, but like crazy that that would happen in the exact same spot. as the owl from the night before. And then it, the topper was that the third night I went down it, I got to that safe spot and I was very wary like what is going to jump out of the bushes at me right now? <laughs> Nothing jumped out of the bushes at me, but I started to feel like I was going to pass out, like I got really uh-huh. faint. And when I got like 20 more feet down the road to the end of the road, it stopped and I felt fine. I was like, okay, this road is haunted. I know it was just a fake ghost <laughs> light, but this road is haunted.
1: Oh my oh, god!
0: Okay. And then this is like this last year during quarantine. So six years later, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got that Rando Nautica app.
1: Right, 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 right. I forgot about
0: that. And I, I hope I did not tell this story already. <laughs> but I don't think I got, so. I got the Randonautica app and I put in, you know, I got the coordinate and went to look for it. And it was, it took me through this whole neighborhood, but the neighborhood was right there. And when I got to the spot, it was like this wooded area that led out to the road, which is the exact same spot where oh all my, my crazy shit happened. <laughs> I was like, There is a vortex on this road. It's true. (laughs) I've passed through it so many times in my life. (laughs) (laughs) It
1: was a portal. (laughs) That's so crazy. Uh,
0: So that's my crazy (laughs) road, ghost road story.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was going to say that ghost light road was like, that seems like a type of street when you're young. They're like, they named it ghost light road because there's a ghost light at the end of the road. If you see it, you better turn around. Or whatever. Oh, yeah.
0: But then our horror stories that we would tell when we got there were, I heard that somebody was burning crosses out here, that the Klan oh, had God. meetings out here, and it was like, no, let's not go down this road.
1: Yeah, at least no. <laughs> Jesus.
0: That's the kind of terrifying things you tell yourself as a kid in Florida. <laughs>
1: God. I feel like because it's because it's considered... Yeah. <laughs>
0: I but, really cut that out of the podcast, but. <laughs> no
1: no no I mean it's, it's uh it's a part of Florida so I feel like we've had similar there's been similar you know quote-unquote scary stories like that even by where I grew up up here after we had moved from Miami and which was you know in Miami that's not really a thought but up here i was like oh this is a little bit more country than i thought so yeah it it seems
0: so out in the middle of nowhere but after having lived practically next door to it for like 15 years Mm -hmm. it doesn't really i mean well now it's less out in the country for sure but right you know you're going like five miles an hour down this bumpy dirt road and it's just fields on oh we also said that there was a an insane asylum an old uh. <laughs> abandoned estate asylum. Of course. But of
1: course.
0: There was neither of those things. There wasn't even a ghost light, but apparently there really was a ghost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or something that was. Conjuring up <laughs> owls and snakes and ill feelings <laughs> towards you. There's some
0: sort of a ver- uh, vortex right there. Maybe it was from all of the teenagers who freaked themselves out at that point on the road and turned around and just left <laughs> residual haunting there. <laughs> Something,
1: <laughs> some sort of buildup of energy. Ugh, creepy, <laughs> creepy, creepy. <laughs>
0: Do the quiz now? Sure. From the Silver Petticoat review. Yes. They're like, we're doing quizzes again.
1: I, I know, I was like, oh well, I guess I'll have to check here. For all these quizzes now.
0: I know. I wish I knew how to make a quiz. It wouldn't be as fun to take <sighs> it if I made it.
1: <laughs> right, right. Maybe yeah. Yeah. We could have like people make it for us, but then that's a whole other bag of things. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. There's so many weird little pop-up screens. Okay. Take quiz. All right. You ready? Yes.
1: All right. So our quiz is which Sanditon heroine are you? So for question one, you are working with a group on a crucial project. What is your role in this group? The one that oversees the group project, you're the boss or the supervisor and like being in control of the outcome. The one that helps everyone in the group. You are friendly towards peers, yet also make sure your part is done perfectly. The one that does their part, but only that, and does not help peers. You want a competitive edge when it comes time for a promotion. The the one that makes the group project fun. You seem to take it less seriously, but still you find a way to get your work done. The one that stays quiet in the group because you don't relate to your peers. (laughs) You have many intelligent things to say, but only speak up sometimes. Or the one that doesn't entirely do their part and relies on the group to finish the project. You have numerous opinions and criticisms to share, however.
0: Well, that's really hard because I feel like it really depends on the project. Because, yeah. like, the podcast, <laughs> I would say, yes. I guess, oversees the group. But um, if it's just like a school project. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of like thinking.
1: That? Yeah, just like a little like a school project that you would do together, like a presentation or something. I'm going to say I'm the one that makes it fun. Okay. To not take it seriously.
0: I guess I'll still say the one that oversees the group because I do have a tendency to just take control of things, (laughs) especially if I don't feel like they're being done right.
1: (laughs) All right. Question two. Someone you know confesses that they have feelings for you and you reciprocate those feelings. What is your response?
0: Oh dear, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> tell them how you feel about them, that that you reciprocate their feelings. Reject them you are too dedicated to work or school to be involved in relationships right now. Or tell them your true feelings if the relationship is advantageous. <laughs> or reject them if they're poor despite how you feel about them. <laughs> gone
0: i thought there's gonna be a lot more choices okay nope, i'm gonna go just with three tell them how you feel about them and that you reciprocate their feelings like a normal healthy person
1: <laughs> me too that's what i said <laughs> all right question three you have a choice between having a once in a lifetime experience with friends and family or working towards a huge promotion at a job you may or may not love will you stay home and work You've been working too hard for this promotion and you won't let someone else get it when it's everything you've worked for. Go with your friends or family. You will only experience this once so the promotion can wait. Work isn't everything. You prefer having a good time making memories. Or three, contemplate whether you even want the job. You've had other (laughs) goals and dreams for a while and prefer independence and adventure. So not only do you go with your friends and family, but you decide to pursue your dreams even if others think it's unrealistic.
0: I'm I gonna have to guess, say three. <laughs> yeah.
1: What's crazy is that that third option I, is a little too on the nose for me right now.
0: I know. I don't know how many times I've been like, you know what? I don't really need this job. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that.
1: <laughs> All uh, right, next question. <laughs> what quality is of utmost importance regarding friendships? Respect, compassion, loyal, humor, honest, or accepting? For friendships i'm gonna Um, say respect
0: i'm gonna say humor humor i mean it's probably not the most but for right now that's what i feel like
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like humor is very very much needed these days (laughs) considering
0: i always like to laugh with my friends
1: (laughs) me too all right next question a friend of yours is going through a difficult time how do you comfort them You say a few kind and supportive words such as I'm sorry for your loss or that's awful. You don't say anything more because talking about feelings makes you uncomfortable. You make sure they know you are there for them and provide any support you can. You try to lighten the mood and lift their spirits by making them laugh or you don't do anything and figure someone else will comfort them. (laughs) You feel like you already have too much on your plate.
0: (laughs) I probably try to lighten the mood and lift their spirits by making them laugh.
1: Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to go with that. You make sure you know they're that you are there for them and providing support.
0: <laughs> well, I try to do that too, but I'm usually more of right. a, let's turn, let's at least turn find a little turn, happier. Turn it around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to find a, a happy moment, even when you're in a sad place.
1: Agreed. <laughs> Okay, next question. What is your ideal workspace? Somewhere around creative people with no supervision, you enjoy fun, relaxed workspaces, and a lot of flexibility. Wherever you have the freedom to imagine and create a workspace full of equality, debate, and openness. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere quiet and isolated, where you can keep a clear mind while you plan ahead. Somewhere quiet, just you and your books. You like working alone. Or somewhere fancy where you're the boss with many (laughs) people working for you.
0: Well, I definitely I'm... don't want a workspace full of debate because that real <laughs> old real quick. <laughs>
1: right. I think I like the first one, the no supervision with creative people.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I would say I like working alone, but after the last year, I'd rather be around people.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Agreed. All right, next question. When are you most productive? I'm always productive. I try my hardest to get everything done. Whenever I feel inspired... Whenever I'm around other people, I like to look productive to others. In early mornings or evenings when it's quiet, or when I have bursts of energy, my energy comes and goes throughout the day.
0: <laughs> That's me. When I have bursts of energy, my energy comes and goes throughout the day.
1: <laughs> yes. I go from me too. like being very
0: productive to not productive to very productive to not productive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's- An annoying bounce for me as well.
0: It's more like when I feel guilty about not being productive, then suddenly I'll be productive for a little while until I'm like, I think I've done enough. And then I start to feel guilty about not being productive.
1: (laughs) Or you feel guilty. You're like, it's too late. I can't do it.
0: (laughs) It's past five. I can't do anything productive now. (laughs) Exactly. All
1: right. Next question. How would you want to change the world? By helping those who will change the world? By going out and changing the world as much as I can? <laughs> by minor things like helping my family and the community by giving money to good organizations. I'm, I'm going like to say giving money. <laughs> giving money. I'm going to say I by mean, helping those who will change because I
0: uh, Yeah, that's a good one too.
1: I am very I much do like
0: to give to like artists uh-huh. and stuff and Yeah, that whole like well, giving
1: money thing is kind of intertwined with that one anyways.
0: Yeah, I'll say the money one just Get on the Lady D side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question: Where do you picture yourself in twenty years? With my family in a nice home, living our best lives, working at my dream job, striving for perfection, alone in my big dream house, living as <laughs> That's an <gonna> influential <laughs> <me for> sure. <laughs> person. Uh, living as an influential person with power. Um, okay, I'm just... gonna say. Oh, you go ahead.
0: Well. I'm going to, okay, you tell me what you're going to do because I'm thinking, should I just go for the Miss Havisham vibe in this quiz now that I've embraced it? <laughs>
1: I'm going to say working at my dream job.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to go with then with my family in a nice home, living our best lives. Perfect. <laughs> but I could definitely see myself at any time just becoming the lady who lives alone in a giant house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because you have all that house. It's so much fun. <laughs> all right. Next question. How do you relax? <laughs> I rarely relax. Reading <laughs> a good book or watching a movie. Socializing and going to parties. Traveling. Eating comfort food. Or exercising. Or going out in nature.
0: I'm going to say going out in nature.
1: Going out in nature.
0: My real answer is not on here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Same. I'm going to say eating comfort food. that's a good one. Yes. All right, next question. What would you say is your strength? Compassion and empathy, you always try to understand and help others around you. Your intelligence, wit, and understanding of business. Your ability to survive whatever hardships you face. Your determination and independent spirit. Or your honesty and bluntness.
0: I think compassion and empathy. (laughs) Is that wrong? No. (laughs) I always feel bad when I answer like you know the good one <laughs> like <am I> really <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i think it's fitting i was actually going to pick the same one okay <laughs> all right next question who is your ideal significant other wealthy with a lot of influence you wouldn't mind if that if they were good looking either <laughs> <laughs> trustworthy dependable and direct mysterious loyal idealistic, and a leader Someone who accepts you for who you are and knows everything about you, you want a partner in crime. Or a romantic dreamer or artist.
0: No, thanks. <laughs> <Dreamer>. <laughs> I'll say someone who accepts you for who you are and knows everything about you, you want a partner in crime. <laughs>
1: yes, I'll pick the same one.
0: <laughs> the romantic dreamer sounds good until you got them, believe me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> until they're a romantic dreamer for a very long time. <laughs>
0: So you realize, oh, that's not romantic dreaming. <laughs> that's <laughs> escapism. <laughs>
1: it's your <a> coping mechanism. <laughs> All right. What is your perfect romantic date? A secret romantic interlude? A boat Ooh, ride? does interlude with... mean? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> is that?
1: I always um, think of songs. Like... <laughs> 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 a boat ride with <laughs> beautiful scenery. <laughs> a lively debate over a fancy dinner. A drive through All the countryside. They really want us fighting.
0: Which um, character from *Sanditon* loves a good debate?
1: Uh, Georgiana.
0: Does she? <laughs> Does well, she
1: it has to be a definitely heroine. Definitely to
0: argue her point.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has to be a heroine since that's what our thing is. So I guess maybe Clara.
0: Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, a drive through the countryside or a social event that is full of powerful people. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say the boat ride with beautiful scenery.
0: Okay, I'll say a drive through the countryside. Although I'm very intrigued by this secret romantic interlude they're talking about. I'm like, yes. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like a pretty good romantic date.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just always think of music interludes and I'm like, are you just listening to a song or <laughs> I don't know. All right. Are you the introverted question ever? <laughs> Are you introverted or extroverted?
0: I can never pick. I guess I'm. I know. Extroverted.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm not like a homebody. I like being out around people, but only people I know.
0: <laughs> I'm both. I'm both an introvert extrovert. But for the sake of this, I'll put extrovert because I'm being more. I was like really extroverted uh-huh. as a kid, and then I became really introverted, and then I think I'm becoming more extroverted as I get older. So, <laughs> yeah, me
1: too. I'm also going to pick extrovert. All right, last question. Which character do you relate to the most? <laughs> Charlotte, <laughs> are we just picking who we're going to be? <laughs> this whole quiz just for this question. <laughs> Lord.
0: Well, at least you know what our options are. Right. Read them out. <laughs>
1: Charlotte Haywood, Georgiana Lamb, Esther Denham, Clara Brereton, or Lady Denham. I think I'm going to say Georgiana.
0: I knew you were going to pick Georgiana. She's queen. Gosh, it's really hard to say. I guess I'll go with Lady Denham.
1: That's a good one. What?
0: Enter your email to see your results.
1: Yeah, like, I'm just, kind I'm of. not going to sign up for their newsletter. Though.
0: <laughs> well, I guess we picked, oh, skip this step. I see. You can skip it.
1: Oh, oh you can skip it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so skip this step.
1: Okay. I skipped. too. <laughs> Who'd you get? Okay. Did you get Lady Jenna? No. <laughs> oh, okay. What'd you get?
0: I got Charlotte Haywood. Ah, cool. <laughs> Who'd I, you get?
1: I got Georgiana.
0: Oh, Perfect. <laughs>
1: Best i was friends. gonna pick
0: charlotte because i was like in certain ways i do feel like my young yeah. self would be closer to charlotte Yes. then lady denim obviously
1: <laughs> lady <laughs> denim's just
0: like old person goals right? <laughs> <laughs> except nicer okay you want me to read it sure okay charlotte haywood Naturally adventurous, with high spirits and tempered optimism, you see the world as half-full, which can annoy people with more cynical perspectives. At times, (laughs) others accuse you of being naive, but you believe idealism and seeing the best in others is the greatest way of living. You're full of empathy and have a big heart, but sometimes you speak without thinking due to your passionate nature, which can get you into trouble sometimes. So far, this does sound scary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, make sure you take the time to stop Slow down and observe your surroundings while also getting to know people better. It's good to be individualistic, intuitive, and full of opinions, but make sure you don't jump to the wrong conclusions about people or situations. You may find yourself dealing with some embarrassment later. In the end, always stay true to who you are and follow your heart. Just remember to use your head sometimes too, so you don't find yourself in dangerous situations.
1: Cool. I like that. (laughs)
0: That was fun. What's your say?
1: All right, for Miss Georgiana Lamb, it says, On the outside it seems you have everything anyone could ever want, but inside you feel trapped. You long for freedom and the ability to be who you want to, but to be who you want and do what you want whenever you want. But outside forces seem to be against you. Still, you dream of a better future and fight for what you want. You're naturally funny, outspoken, warm, free-spirited, and relentlessly romantic. However, your impulsive nature may get you into trouble sometimes. Make sure you (laughs) take the time to open up and listen to others and learn to trust people who genuinely care about you. And remember to pay more attention to your intuition and also learn to appreciate whatever you have now. You may currently feel trapped, but soon with your talent for determination, you'll get to where you want to go. Just be patient i like that
0: (laughs) that's a good one i like it Mm.
1: i'm very happy with that
0: all right well all that's left is to say what we're doing next we've been teasing it the whole episode and we have a big section coming next and i don't know if we'll have a check-in so we could fit one in but you know i guess it kind of depends we don't have to but if we we'll if we have to, we will. <laughs> like if we just can't do another regular episode. Or if you guys say, yeah, put some extra check-ins in because we like them a lot. Because the way we're recording the next section... Oh, I should say what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All that build up, I didn't even say what we're doing. We're doing Twin Peaks Season 2. We're starting Twin Peaks Season 2. Yeah. We know we're going to do at least the first eight episodes, but we may just to keep decide to keep doing it for a while it's just gonna depend and mm-hmm. we're gonna do another jane austen book well first we're gonna do okay first <laughs> God, i didn't explain this well at all <laughs> first <laughs> we're gonna do the first episode of season two which will be uh-huh. a two-parter because it's a long one then we're gonna do love and friendship the kate beckinsale yay one that christian loves based on lady susan Yes. And that's like two, probably two episodes. Then we'll start doing Twin Peaks and we'll also start doing our new Jane Austen book, which drum roll, (laughs) 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 we decided, well, Christian decided because I let him pick, we're doing Persuasion. Woo! I bet people will be excited because it's a lot of people's favorites. And I think it's Kristen's favorite. Who joined us for Northanger Abbey? And I think we'll be able to have her back for at least a few episodes while we do persuasion. And we're going to try this experimental form of recording in which we're going to try to record <laughs> like the whole book over a couple weeks so that we can read the whole book and then talk about kind of the whole thing. We'll still break it up into chapters, but we found it fairly easy to do it that way with the secret diary. And it, you know, right. got. It was, so we're going to try it. And then we'll also probably do some of the Twin Peaks and, like, groups. So, you know. So we might record way earlier some of the episodes than you hear them. Just, right. you know, in case they're, like, wildly out of date for some reason. Although we're not generally right. very topical. so <laughs>
1: Right, right. If our recommendations seem maybe like they've happened a while ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, considering I have barely consuming anything these days then right. <laughs> mine are really starting to become bizarre and very old because i'm just like what did <laughs> i used to love <laughs>
1: what if i loved once before
0: <laughs> so that should be fun we could always like maybe record the recommendations right before that goes out <laughs> if we wanted to we could yeah but if we have anyway, anything that's... that
1: is super topical
0: we're both like, we just can't think of anything else right. <laughs> we can just stick it on later. But anyway, that was a lot of rambling to say that we're doing Twin Peaks Season 2, Love and Friendship, and Persuasion. We thought about doing Sense and Sensibility and like going in order, but Reclaiming Jane is doing Sense and, Sense, Sense and Sensibility right now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's another podcast called Reading Jane Austen, which is currently also doing that book and I can't <laughs> really I feel like there, we, there can't be three Jane Austen podcasts doing the same thing at the same time yeah and People we don't want to step want on any toes
1: <laughs> any sense and sensibility toes
0: yeah yeah so Persuasion and we're very excited yes. it was published with Northanger Abbey so it'll be really cool to do it next you know and talk about it
1: right in together. relation to that but Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to Uh, just be able to read the next book.
0: Me too. Yeah. Yeah, Because we've only seen the one adaptation of that. So we'll definitely have to, when we're done, (laughs) pick a new adaptation to try.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. I can't wait.
0: (laughs) Yep. So that's what's coming next. And yeah, please write us in. If you guys have any suggestions or if you you know, just want to talk about what we're talking about, we'd love to hear from you.
1: Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please email us. At start madness running out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com. You can DM us at Manners Madness on Twitter and at Manners Madness. Uh, oh, nope, <laughs> At Manners and Madness pod <laughs> on Instagram. And then you can leave us a one minute voicemail on our website at Mannersandmadness.com
0: yes and we would love it if you would give us a rating and review on apple podcasts it means a lot somebody gave us a or no a rating and we both were like we saw it we were were excited
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes thank you so much we really appreciate it
0: (laughs) yes and you know the couple times i've gotten like contacted by people who are listeners i never like share what they say on the podcast and I thought I should probably like read that out on the podcast but you know I'm or like the review or something but right then I always get weird like do they want me to say it on the podcast or is this just like a hey I'm just talking to you
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can always ask them if they mind
0: you're right it's the easiest solution
1: (laughs) (laughs) go to the source
0: simply talk to people
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey it's hard I understand (laughs)
0: Uh, um, yeah, so that, that's it for this week. It was um, that was a fun episode. Although I feel like I don't know what just you know I'm I'm losing my words at this point. Sometimes at the end of an episode, I just start to jumble, wind down <laughs> like a robot. <laughs> that's like <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: also the end of the day when we're recording this.
0: Yeah, on a Monday. Buh. Monday. Barf. (laughs) Barf. Not our normal time. No. Well, is there anything else that we have to say, Christian?
1: Um, I don't think so. Just very exciting for what's to come.
0: Yes, and we're very excited for the next section. And there's not—we don't have any check-ins planned for like until August. So if you want more check-ins, let us know. We could stick some more in pretty easily, I think. Yeah,
1: there'll be plenty of material.
0: all right well it was so fun to do this with you and (laughs) yeah we'll talk to you next week
1: yes thank you for listening
0: good night
1: bye